Union and Kujule defende los en cuello contra la cuestión en insidias de hablé esto prosilio imperate Dios suplantes de precomor tu cuello Chefs Milliches Chalestis. By the power of God, thrust in hell Satan. And with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the root of souls. need right now is a fucking i need a steak oh, i need steak. a big juicy steak <laughs> just so random buttered up i need a nice loaded ass potato just you know mm. all the fixings cheese sour cream mm. uh, scallions green onions whatever the fuck you want to call them let's talk about the 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 delicacy of a5 wagyu steak have you ever had wagyu steak i mean i tried the one at the morimoto's yeah. or whatever in i Vegas, don't know if that but... was real or not but it should have been. We tried. We tried the one over at 420. Oh wait, yeah, they do have a tom. Don't they have a wagyu tomahawk? They do. Yeah. When did you we try tried that? It, Chase. When we went to uh, with uh, Caleb and them. Oh shit. Or at least I ordered it because they were paying. So. <laughs> the problem is a lot of times you'll you'll order it a wagyu steak here in America and it'll and you'll be like yeah you'll be like it's American wagyu and it's like well that's nowhere close to what they do in Japan it's yeah. the genetics that they've never been able to get from Japan to bring here so it's like it's all mixed bread in America so it's not as good it's going to say as soon as Arby's came out with a wagyu burger right. I I don't I don't trust I'm mm-hmm. just paying for a name it's like under armor yeah now I have had it once before where they show you the certificate and it's like A5 it's from Japan I had that once in Philadelphia holy a certificate. Yeah, because it's a big yeah, deal. I, I, watched, I watched a video, and only certain uh, certain restaurants are actually like certified to actually sell uh, Japanese wagyu. Mm-hmm. How much so, did you spend spend on that? I mean, this, it was all paid for by this guy who was trying to pitch us for for show. I would say, Chase, that's what you need right now. You need a true Japanese we need Perry's wagyu steakhouse. Perry's steakhouse. Ooh, where's that? Uh, so we that's what we had in Texas, but oh. there's one down in by Flatirons or no. Not flattered. Park Meadows. Was it good? Oh God. Did a good job. I almost cried. Oh, see, that's that's how Wagyu was for me. I, I was like, this is not real. Yeah. Crying. Tears. It was also Tears. fucking uh lobster tail. Oh, oh that lobster it was, tail. It was a dude. Filet and lobster tail. Oh man. All right. I can you know eat ten of those. Why you know, am I hungry? I just ate. Welcome back. What the purgatory hell? is stuck in this purgatory. <laughs> I am the I got the meat sweats, boys. I got the, <laughs> I got the, I'm sweating for some meat right now. That's what I named my Traeger. <laughs> the meat, meat sweats. sweats. <laughs> what did you name yours? Did you name it? I don't have one yet. But oh. still my parents. I never oh. named it. You never made it on the app? No. Oh, I love it because it'll say the meat sweats has done preheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, the preheat setting hunter is joining us as well. As uh the the flank of meat that we're putting on the Traeger, Adrian. Yeah, the carne asada. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Oh God! You no, would be a fine could... piece of carne asada, Adrian. Would he though? Oh, dude! You know yeah, how much meat tough. you could take off of one of my thighs? That's you could oh, feed a fucking true. village. Yeah, I bet it's tough. I bet that's tough meat. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that's like soft and delicate. It's got to be pretty, yeah, pretty that's, stringy. And that's probably strong. the leanest fucking yeah. piece of meat you could eat. I'm, I'm rubbing oh, my yeah, thighs right now to the thought of you, Adrian. It's gonna be like. Well, well, okay. Let's let's just preface this with: we are not cannibals. Oh, 
Did I didn't know if you knew that. I don't Actually, know if we, one of my cousins said that he wanted to be. Yeah, let's not let's not let's not <laughs> yeah, you know, let's, jump to conclusions here, Chase. Yeah, okay, this is a little weird. <laughs> this this got off topic real fucking quick. Hey, do you guys want to be cannibals? <laughs> Should we start a cannibal church? I just saw I just got an ad on Instagram how to file to file a ch- like church filings for uh like psychedelic church. So like a mushroom church. So you could just you could be a church of anything. There's by my grandma's house, there's a fucking uh Church of Cannabis. We could be whatever we want, boys. Church of Cannibals. Mm. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, mm. there's not. not mm, it's mm. That's a big like. Mm. I wish the audience could see me just dead staring at you, mm. like mm. Adrian. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Adrian, have we heard anything from Oscar recently? Mm. That's a good question. Any, Our favorite shit talking no, Englishman. From Oscar, let's see. How about we look? It takes I a lot from the type. Anything. You know, his yeah. brittle fingers takes a lot. <laughs> So he he's been getting energy. banned from uh, Reddit. Well, Oscar, why have you been getting banned? Oh, oh! On February twenty-seven, he said, "Basic big bitch Adrian, become butcher or some shit." Was that him? And then, and then he said, "I've camped on Canock Chase." Oh, oh! He said yeah. that. Yeah. Any description, or is he just said he camped there? Nope, nope. I, I, I sent a message asking him how it went. <laughs> I see that. All right. Well, it's good to know that he's still shit talking. Hey, but we're, we're going to have to fly to England just so we can meet Oscar. I know. Just go have a warm we're, beer with him. We're going to have to show him some PBR. Yeah. Some PBR. Did you guys have some PBR in Texas? No. Oh, no. What a shame. We got the, uh, what, what was that one beer that Anthony Lone Star? was pounding down? Lone Star? Yeah, yeah. Lone Star. Basically PBR. Superstition's book, Huvane. I'm sure I'm butchering that name, but that's what I'm going to say, Huvane. Some stories have Huvane as the first man, while others portray him as a devious trickster god. As the creator of the world, it is said that Huvane was admiring his handiwork in peace and quiet until humans discovered the birds and the bees, Hmm. so to speak. The racket resulting from this discovery actually drove Huvane from the earth. He ascended into the heavens by magically nailing steps into the air itself. Huvani protected his retreat by dislodging each step behind him as he climbed up to the stars so that no human could ever climb up after him. There's Huvani. Interesting. Trickster God. It's also how you can transfer money in Google Play. Yes. An app. Yes. <laughs> and that's how that app is also stealing money from you. It's the Trickster app, so don't listen to that. What if we get sponsored by that? They hear this episode, they're like, Hufane, yes, we want you. And they're like, all of our money. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our next sponsor. Yes. All right, well, uh, wouldn't you think that after all these ghost stories and all the crack that Hunter's been doing, I know. we may be losing our minds? They're getting close to it. We're going to be... I would think so. I, I mean, we did talk about Black Eyed Kids, so... Yeah. And we've done a little bit of Aliens... We've done some some weird places. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting a little crazy. Do you think it's enough that at some point our girlfriends, wives, fiancés are going to throw us in an insane asylum? It, I would never take it off the table. Yeah, it's like it's like being murdered by a seagull. You know, the, the chances are never zero. Yeah, never. And there's always a chance. Always a chance. Yep. Just like me getting murdered by this beer, I could joke, choke on it at any second. Isn't that funny? Yes. Like literally, of all, we're it, fragile. It's fragile. We're, we're so very fragile. fragile. And then again, like Fifty Cent, you can get shot like seventeen thousand times, and then. You know, be fine. He's a robot. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And then other guys, like in movies, I love in movies, they like, they get shot like the arm or something, like a fleshy wound, and they die. And it's like, yes. well, that's strange. Yes, it is. 
Uh, well, how crazy is, is it that not even 40 years ago, our medical systems were still throwing people into mental is- institutes because they had no clue how to handle some individuals? I agree. It's actually bonkers. They still do it today. I don't know if it's just 40 years ago. Adrian. Well, now we just we just give them pills. You know, we just, you know, if you think you're crazy, just take these drugs. Oh, well, that's what it's always been. Make you less crazy. Yes. But back then, the whole, yeah, the whole lobotomy thing still blows my mind. That yeah. was like instant solution. Oh, yeah. It's the uh, the undesirables of the country. Desirables? Yes. If you had any kind of mental illness, you'd be thrown into asylums that were overcrowded, underfunded, and flat-out disgusting. Talk about the most horrific living conditions a human can live in, and you will know where we will be digging into this week's podcast. Mental asylums. Yay. Yay. You know that, that noise when you play... Have you ever played uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy? No, but you know the noise when at the end of the game when you you've passed the 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 final night or or each night you know and you you do your full your full shift does this little yay it does that's what I it rang in my head <laughs> maybe I can find it right now real quick I've never played yay! that game I've never had any desire to play that game um I, I don't know I why kids play to. it I've watched so many videos on it and it looks terrifying yes oh there's some fucking scary games that are out there there's one dude who uh, streams all the stuff that he does pretty crazy. I don't know how people do it, man. Like, I, I get the excitement, but I... Oh, I see I, adrenaline. It's like volunteering yourself into fucking having nightmares. You're yeah. like, you know what? This is enjoyable, but, you know, I'm going to have to think about this shit every night when I turn off all the lights. Just wait till you have a little mini-you walking around, and they're just they're just seeing things in the middle of the night. Uh. Fuck that. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, we're getting oh. into some real heavenly music now, aren't we? We had an ad. <laughs> sorry, you Ads are taking over the world. Hold on, listen to this, boys. I played it twice. This is the sound. Oh, when you said it's saying asylums, that's what I thought. Oh, just yay. It just bunch yay. people going yay all day long. Yeah, like little kids, you know. <laughs> yay. Well, let's get into our first one. The Aradell Mental Hospital. Also known by the name Ararat Lunatic Asylum used to be an Australian psychiatric hospital in Ararat, Victoria. The Aradell Mental Hospital was commissioned along with two other asylums, Kew and Beechworth, to accommodate the growing numbers of lunatics in the colony of Victoria. <laughs> Some of these lunatics never left. <laughs> I, uh, Chase would have definitely been thrown into this one. Really? Like, no doubt about <laughs> is it. Is this the one that Chase let's, would have been in? Let's get in. Let's see if I truly would be part of this insane asylum. When gold was found in Victoria, thousands of immigrants came to look for fortune. Unfortunately, disappointment was more commonly found than gold. Some even lost their minds over this. Back in the days, insane criminals were placed in normal prisons where they weren't given the proper care. The government of Victoria wanted Aradell to relieve the prison system of those thought to be criminally insane. So construction started in 1860. The first inmates, as the patients were referred to, were brought to the facility in 1865. Soon, not only the criminally insane were housed here, but it also became a place for individuals suffering from mental illness. Think about conditions such as postnatal depression, epilepsy, autism, and Down syndrome. The mental hospital was in operation for nearly 130 years, and it closed its doors in 1993. Dun, dun, dun. At its height, it housed 1,000 patients and 500 staff members. I just love that some of the patients that were involved in this, you know, the epilepsy, the autism, Down syndrome, you know, okay, 
could if you didn't understand those those things, maybe you would put them in a sane asylum. But the postnatal depression, yeah, fucking has a ki- mom has a kid and is a little depressed and having you know postpartum depression, and you know, throw her in the asylum. Oh, blimey, she's not doing, she's not taking well to the Vegemite. Throw her right in. You know, honestly Actually, though, I, I, I do have a fun fact. Oh. now that you brought that up, oh. I was watching this video and back in uh, like 1860. Uh, one out of five women that gave birth were dying because of a disease. I can't remember what the de- disease was called. But the reason why they were receiving this disease and why so many doctors couldn't uh, find it was because they were doing, uh, why can't I think, autopsies on uh, on the victims that died from this disease and then the doctors would go straight from the autopsies straight to the uh to the women that were giving birth without even washing their hands oh, so wow the only the only reason why they found this this thing out was because of a doctor who started telling uh other doctors to start washing their hands after le- leaving the autopsy room common sense and then when they're giving birth well the doctors thought this was so insane, they threw him into a mental hospital because they did not believe in washing their hands right after an autopsy. Wow. That is a fun yeah. fact. Our medical system yes. has come a long way. Well, it's just like <laughs> back in the day, if you had like a stomach ache or something, they're like, eat this pus. Yes. Eat Here's the pus. Leech. Eat leeches. <laughs> eat the leech. It'll save you. <laughs> or... or uh, I don't know if this one was actually real, but in a show once I saw for them to test if they're pregnant or not, they would pee, the woman would pee on a bunch of wheat hmm. grain. And if the grain sprouted, then you were pregnant. Odd, huh? Uh, I just have raised eyes, very... eyebrows. I know. <laughs> I know. Interesting. Hmm. I also love, last last note, that all, you know, back in the day when you were sick, best best cure for everything <laughs> Was a was a was a damp rag on your forehead? Oh yes, you know yes. that cured everything. Uh, no, you can't forget Sprite and chicken noodle soup. That's right, <laughs> and a little it bit of whiskey. Fix everything. It does. It's the yeah. wet man's cure. <laughs> well, speaking of this small little ghost town, the Ardell Mental Hospital was built as a town within a town. It had its own market, gardens, orchards, vineyards, and a piggery. There were also gallows, a morgue, and a graveyard located on site. There were a total of 63 buildings, and the courtyards were walled with so-called ha-ha walls. Ha-ha. 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 These kinds of walls were used in early Victorian asylums. From the outside, it seemed like a low wall. It's not not to suggest imprisonment. On the other side, however, a deep trench would make it impossible to escape the brick wall. You can see that pictured up here. Today, Aradell is considered a ghost town. J Ward. J Ward. It's J Ward. Is that a name? Yes. It's it, it's okay. just like a ward, like around there. You know, they have the A Ward, oh, gotcha. B Ward, C Ward. <laughs> well, in December 1886, the J Ward, the goal of the Aradell Mental Hospital, was developed. This was the place for people who would normally be detained in jails reformatories, and other places of confinement, but who appear to be insane. The most notorious criminals were kept in J-Ward. Some of those criminals include Gary Webb, Mark the Chapa, Reed, and William Bill Wallace. Those all sound made up. Uh, Those all sound very ungoogleable. I don't know. Will 
uh, Bill Wallace is probably all over the fucking place. Bill Wallace. But if you can find the real Bill Wallace, that'll be the treat. The what, what, what did Bill Wallace do? Let's let's find out. Yeah, fuck Bill Wallace. Do you know what Bill Wallace did, Adrian? No, but all, all I'm waiting for is uh, Gary. Gary. We want to get to Gary. <laughs> Gary. Gary. Oh, he was an Australian prisoner between 1881 and 1889. Wait, no, he lived in 18... Oh, God, this guy lived for a long fucking time. Criminally insane. He, he was 108 when he died. No way. He was the oldest prisoner in Australian history and the oldest recorded personal, per, prisoner in the world. Just goes to show you, young, young blood, it keeps you alive longer. He was born in 1881 and he died in 1989. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. What do you fucking, fucking do? Fucking long, though? dude. Uh, he shot an American man, that fucker, <laughs> William Ernest Williams, at Waterloo Cafe. Sounds made up as well. That's he I guess shot one American. Shot one American for for a hundred years, hundred eight years. <laughs> he has alleged that Wallace has been angry at a man for refusing to stop smoking inside the cafe. Waiting outside for him, he fatally shot him. Oh, God. Good old Bill Wallace. Bill Wallace. Fucking Western cowboy. (laughs) Fucking fucking Wallace. Well, during the 130 years of operation, over 13,000 inmates, patients, and staff members died here. That certainly leaves an emotional mark on a building. Some say Aradale is the most haunted place in Australia. Hmm. Ghost tours are available, and there have been many reports of visitors feeling nauseous, fainting, and experiencing sudden pains. Some ghosts of the past like to make themselves known to those who live today. The first is the ghost of Governor Fidemont. Fidemont! George Fidemont was the last governor of the Gal... Gol? Gal? 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 It's the the J Ward. It's okay. (laughs) Thanks for the clarification. In 1886, George was proudly showing a group of people around. He was just coming down the stairs when he suffered a major heart attack. George Fidemont died at the spot. Tour guides and visitors claimed to hear heavy footsteps made by hobnobbled boots walking up and down the stairs. But when they check it out, no one is there. Oh, rest in peace, George. I actually have an amazing story. So, uh, this great... Uh, you like how see. every time before uh, he talks, he has to go... <clears throat> clear his throat. <laughs> Get the dick out. I got to take the dick out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, I there, there's no credit on the ghost group, so we're just trying to kind of rock and roll. But from their point of view, it says, One of our guides was taking a tour during the day, and when he was in there, the old underground kitchen, he and the group were able to hear a person walk it up, walking up and down the steps. Sounding very much like hobnailed boots. Our guide thought this was strange, as no other group or person was in the J Ward at this time. As a result, he called out a number of times if anyone was there. There was no answer, so he went over to open the door, and to his and the group's amazement, there was no one there. Let's open the door and see if anyone's there. There's a story. You guys are supposed That's to react. It. No. Oh, <laughs> wow. You left me on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I know. I was, like, I was just like, what's left? Was he going to murder someone? <laughs> is this the ghost that pushes other people down the stairs? He, he just starts He just starts humping someone. Is that what you guys wanted me? Yeah, I, yes. Right. Make this more Hollywood, please. Right, well, you know what? That was a flop. <laughs> flop. Uh, here's Adrian's favorite, the ghost of Gary Webb. Gary. Gary. <laughs> you, you, uh, hold up. Time out. You guys will love this guy, too. Okay. All right. I'll put my faith in you, Adrian. 
Gary David Webb was a person of interest for the Victorian government for a very long time. Webb came from an unstable and deprived family background, going into institutional care from age six after being neglected. After the age of 11, he spent most of his life in institutions. He had a violent temper, made threats, and was known for self-mutilation. Wait. Rule number three, He knows rule number three, baby. (laughs) I was just going to (laughs) say. Gary... <laughs> Gary Webb had a long list of criminal activities when he was finally caught and put inside Aradell. He was about to rob a pizza shop when he was spotted by a policeman, the poor pizza man. That's Gary. Oh, blimey, man. Get just, over here. Hey, that's fucking Gary. He's hey, fucking man, hey, 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 man, hurry, hurry up. I just want a slice of pepperoni. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> well, he shot the policeman oh. who did survive. And the woman who owned the shop who is still in a wheelchair today, but was caught. He was sentenced to prison for 14 years. He was told that when he behaved well, he was able to reduce his sentence. Gary probably didn't want to leave at all and started writing letters to the media telling them what horrible things he was planning to do once he got out. The politicians were very worried, and a special law was passed to keep him locked up for the rest of his life. Australian prison must not be that bad. It must not be American prison. Unless it's out in the middle of the desert and they're like fighting kangaroos every day. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> now kangaroo in, fight club. Yeah, yeah. You have your one hour of kangaroo fight time. <laughs> Live and reduce 30 minutes off your sentence. I would actually never want to fight a kangaroo. No. Have you seen how they can They yes. can not only kick, but the punching? Oh, yeah. And, and the claws? claws. Oh, the claws, yes. yes. Well, Gary became a self-mutilator at Aradell. Well, he didn't, he didn't mind the kangaroos. He didn't mind the kangaroos. <laughs> he was hospitalized over 70 times after cutting himself. He even cut off his own dick. Our man! Three times. It's our mascot, Schwann. I'm sorry, but Gary's the man. I told you. I can't get three I times and kept reattaching you, it? Yeah, well, hey, the third time, it was too damaged to reattach. Oh, <laughs> he chopped so, it up. Sushi. So good old, good old this fucking. Man, this man had it back in the 1800s. He did. He knew the rules, man. <laughs> well, good old Gary, good old dickless Gary still haunts his former room. He telling just, everybody to get out. He's just waving his cock around. Get out. He's get out of me, place. He's throwing his dick around. <laughs> Truly. It's like a little souvenir. He probably chopped it up the third time into like little sushi rolls. He's like, you'll never get me now, coppers. My dick is into a California roll. <laughs> Might be the only meat he got in the Institute. Oh. <laughs> it's, that, it's that fatty tuna. Oh. Oh. I do All love right, fatty well tuna. Done. The office of the superintendent is another location. Visitors of Aradell who walked past the former office of the superintendent sometimes taste a bitter taste in their mouth. Gary, is that That's you? Gary's Gary? Is your dick, Gary? <laughs> Gary, fucking get out of my mouth, mate. That'd be Jesus, the ghost. <laughs> just just everybody. Face fucking everyone that walks in. Oh, yeah. Do you feel that? Do you feel that's my dick? You know what's so funny about Harry Potter? You know how the ghost? Peace. Like, like, pe- fucking peace. Fucking Jason would be haunting Hogwarts. Fuck, face fucking everybody. Oh, yes. I would. Oh, don't mind that. It's just Chase. He's, <laughs> he just loves his dick. Good old, good old pervy. Good old pervy. That's oh, that's probably a a, sp- a spinoff of a porn version of Harry Potter. Oh god, it's just the ghost of pervy. God. <laughs> According to reports, a superintendent died by suicide here after swallowing sr- uh, russic, prussic acid, or hydrogen cyanide. That sounds better. Yes, 
This was probably a name by the probably. How's it probably a name by the uh, what? Probably a man. How do you not know? <laughs> okay, well, probably a man by the name Dr. William L. Mullen, who died in 1912. Well, there you have it, folks. The All office right, of the superintendent. Who allegedly could possibly be this guy, but we're not sure. So allegedly. But we do know this when hey, nurse It's all a fucking guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the, the woman's ward is haunted by Nurse Carrie. Carrie. She watches over the tour guides. More ghosts in nurses' uniforms have been seen throughout the hospital. Some people have experienced a tingling sensation on one side of their head. Oi, Gary, get off me, Nick. I don't need you, mate. <laughs> That's my ear, bitch. <laughs> Not, wrong hole, Gary. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you got me all fucked up. <laughs> some ex- some people have experienced a tingling sensation on one side of their head, inside a certain room. Go figure. This certain room used to be the shock therapy ward. Oh, my bad. Not Gary. Not Gary. One of the best known ghosts to roam the halls of this abandoned hospital is that of Nurse Carrie. She is known to haunt the woman's ward and is thought to be continuing her nursing duties, looking out for her former patients in the afterlife. Still can't find that dick, can you, Carrie? <laughs> Carrie's real <laughs> concerned t- about Gary. How many times do you think we can say dick in this episode? We can set a record. Uh, over under 10. Over We've under already 10. Been, Over. Already over, yeah. <laughs> Easily. Her ghost has been seen by many and heard by even more. Oh, there, no. there have been many reports of hearing the disembodied click of a woman's heels throughout the empty ward, as well as the soft sounds of a woman's voice. Something that Carrie was known for in her life. Mm. Sounds like Anthony's well acquainted with Carrie. Oh yeah. Oh man, his story's good. <laughs> if you have not listened to that episode where we interview Anthony, uh, it's the St. Anthony's episode. Yes. That is a good one. And I wish that building was still up. Well, the other ghostly phenomenon at Arendelle, there's another room at the J Ward where people suddenly feel eel. They feel a lot of eels. Eel. Yes. Wow, that now that's that's weird. No, yes. that's strange. Yes, <laughs> flying eels in the J ward. <laughs> There's another room at the J ward where people suddenly feel ill and unreasonably afraid. Other people slip into a trance-like state, which will pass once they are outside. People have reported being pushed and bitten at J ward. People have heard tick tocks, methodical bangings on the wall, and cameras and other electrical equipment, which seems to malfunction. Mm. The ward is also haunted by three prisoners who were hanged and buried at Arendelle. Because they were convicted of murder, they weren't given a Christian burial. Their graves are only marked with three small scratches in the prison wall. That's a good story. The bones. The craziest thing about this is this place is now used as like a university. Oh, that's nuts. You know, they see some shit. I I did see uh, one of those TikToks where some dude's like, yeah. I live in a high school, and everybody's like, how do you live in a high school? He's like, I legit bought a high school, and I live in one. And the second he started, like, showing the high school, I instantly got phasmophobia jitters. Oh. Like, it freaked me the fuck out. I'm like, do you you're miss that game? I do miss that game. It, Dude, it you guys have to that. look up Arendelle pictures, just so you get, like, the, the oh, crazy right. vibes about it. All right. All right. Arendelle Asylum. It's fucking massive, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, this was no joke. The cavernous walls and halls of the institution that treated and housed Victoria. Oh no, shit! This is, this looks exactly like the one they used in the Evil Within. Oh, it's exactly the one they used in the Evil Within. 
Did you beat I, Dead I'm Space? I'm telling yet? you guys. I did beat it, yeah. Well, the next lunatic asylum we're going to be talking about is Athens. In a city named Athens in Ohio, oh. you can find the former Athens Lunatic Asylum, which was built in 1868. Today, this huge building belongs to the Ohio University and offers space to the Kennedy Museum, an auditorium, an office, several classrooms, a storage facility, and a couple of ghosts. The students have gotten to use the students have gotten used to them. Well, kind of. Peeves. Peeves. Peeves is everywhere. Get off me, Gary. My dick don't need you. The first patient to be admitted to the asylum was a 14-year-old girl with epilepsy. Her parents thought she was possessed by a demon and therefore locked her away. From 1874 to 1993, this was a facility for people with all kinds of mental illnesses. People who were admitted were Civil War veterans, rebellious teenagers, homeless people, elderly people, and even violent criminals. How fucked up is that? Let's just say someone has their grandma, right? And they're just like, I can't really deal with you. You're going to go live with a bunch of fucking homeless people, rebellious teenagers, and Civil War veterans that have PTSD. Yeah, no biggie. Or your kid has epilepsy. It's like David, because David has epilepsy. Yes. And they're just like, you know, sorry, David, you can't contribute to society. Off you go. I'm just glad that I missed this asylum date. I know. Just like right off the top. I'm right like, you know what? That phase ended. You're born. <laughs> yeah, we did do good on that, didn't we? Because this would have sucked. I mean, we would have we've done some questionable things. We would have been sent there easily. Yeah, for sure. Just say, you, you guys are up at the dog park in fucking Solterra showing your fucking dicks. And you just get admitted into asylum. With a hookah in the car. Yes. Wild. Yes, exactly. Well, you, know, you know how much of a fire hazard it was that we had a, a full-grown hookah, like a full-size hookah in a car? In a locked car. And with all that heat and all that combustion and just you know, hotboxing the shit out of it. it that's that's called being a teenager. You know, one time Will and I put vodka in the base. You know how horrifying that I was, was. There for that, yeah. You were there we, that night. At yeah, that and then park? we found out later that that was very bad for you. Very bad. That was incredibly bad. It's probably you. why we all have lung cancer. <laughs> Speaking of lung cancer, also oh. tuberculosis patients weren't taken care of in the seven cottages, which are part of this massive terrain. The asylum is about four thousand acres large, which can be compared to an eight hundred soccer fields. Damn. More and more buildings were added when the number of patients increased. When the building was abandoned, there were 78 buildings on the premises. The asylum wasn't self-sufficient, even though it could have been. There were cattle, greenhouses, an orchard, a dairy farm, and the water came from self-dug wells. There are also three cemeteries on the premises. Because where people lived, people died. Today, the Athens Lunatic Asylum is named The Ridges. This name was chosen in a name contest which was organized in 1984. Until then, it had at least eight other names. Hmm. The Kirkbride Method. Dr. Thomas Kirkbride believed the key words for mental patients were rest, cleanliness, and regularity. Gotta keep them, get, gotta get that fire in the diet. Yeah, keep them pooping on keep schedule. Keep them regular. <laughs> Keep them fucking shitting. Keep them fucking Make sure they clean their dicks. Sounds like they didn't have the sanitary systems for that. Men and women were treated separately in their own wing and even had their own dining halls. The main building could house up to 572 patients, but that is double the amount Kirkbride would advise. At its peak, over 2,000 patients were being treated, which, of course, was unacceptable according to the method. The asylum created a lot of employment for people living in the surrounding area. 
but this medical staff was often unskilled. You know, this this reminds <laughs> me, I just saw a thing on Instagram and it was like, there was this like 74-year-old monk that had never seen a woman before. Right. Did you see that? I I've, I I heard, I skimmed through it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, he, he was like named a fucking saint or some shit because 74 years as a monk on this cliff monastery, never seen a woman. That's weird. Did he ever saw his own? He had to have seen his own dick. But did he ever? Did he ever whack it? Uh, who, uh, you know what? Just How look. can he go without or throughout life and not whack it? Yeah, let's let's just assume if you don't have the, if you don't have the temptation though, right? But but well, like think about when you're 16 it about little little boys. Let's right. be honest here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't but control it. it. But again, if you're in a monastery and you have no stimulation to even get your dick hard, that's true. You're not going to be. Wanking it? Yeah. What do you whack to if you've never seen? I mean, you unless you're attracted to to, to to men, but let's assume he's not. Then you know an extra curvy rock. But he wouldn't know because he's he never seen it. Right. He's, no he's stimulation. Never... But but let's just say after 74 years he saw a woman. He's like, I'm aroused. That's probably what gave him the heart attack. And then and then he blew a load so big <laughs> that you know you know how they said the Earth is is changing its degree of you know magnitude and stuff. That's probably why he. <laughs> Change the degree of magnitude or whatever. What a man. <laughs> what a fucking... This buds to you. All right. Well, anyways, this unskilled labor <laughs> made procedures such as the much-feared lobotomy treatments risky. During these treatments, a thick needle was drilled into the patient's skull and into the brain through a spot right above the eye. Apart from the fact that a wrong lobotomy could lead to death, it could also lead to a condition in which the patient would be locked inside their own body forever. Another feared treatment, called hydrotherapy, was performed daily. During this treatment, the patient would be bathed in extremely cold or extremely hot water. And last but not least, there was the electroshock therapy method, in which a patient was exposed to a highly dosed power surge, which caused the body to convulse. Sometimes... These convulsions were so intense that even bones would break. See, and then and then back in the day, they'd probably believe that he was being uh, taken over by a demon. So then they wouldn't know what to do, and they'd just leave him in a room. Shock him more. <laughs> Could you imagine just how, being a vegetable inside your body? How fucked up is that? Yeah. That's fucked up. Well, it's like uh, uh, American Horror Story, right? Doesn't isn't that one of the seasons on the insane asylum? Uh, I think it is. I never saw all of them though. Yeah, I think there's. I mean, I won't spoil it for anyone who wants to watch it. But yeah, there's some you know some interesting things that happen in that show that would suck to happen to yourself in real life. You know what I've Have seen? You guys? Interesting. Oh, we're back. Interesting. What, Adrian? Have you guys seen the Leonardo DiCaprio movie about being in insane asylum? Shutter Island, yes. Yeah, Shutter Island, uh, dude. That. That's seriously what goes in my mind when they talk about lobotomies and everything. Put that on the list, Chase. That's that's a good twist. You can only watch that's it once. One of the, but it's good. It's one of the best movies I've ever watched. Yeah. You can it's like the it's like uh the village. You can only watch it once, but it's good. You know, Adrian is like, you know, the world's best pizza. Every single movie he recommends is the best <laughs> movie he's ever watched. You you do say that a lot, Adrian, but I, I agree with you, bro. Uh, so some reasons for patients being admitted. Back then, there was an enormous list which was used as a manual for admitting these people. Things like the menopause, menstruation issue, alcohol abuse, epilepsy, and even asthma were illnesses. That's fucked. Oh, You're insane. Go. <laughs> these were to be treated in an asylum back in the days. Oh, my God. It is hard to imagine. Uh, yeah. I can't breathe. You're insane. You're <laughs> insane. 
<laughs> Put that on a shirt. <laughs> well, don't say that, you actually. Fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't breathe. You're insane. Should have just gone to fat camp. Oh, my God. But the main reason people were admitted to the asylum was... Get the fuck out of oh, here. No fucking way. Chase would have been the king. Masturbation. <laughs> That's why I told you, Chase. <laughs> oh, I owe your income. They like roll out the red carpet. You're here. Oh, my God. We've been waiting. Well, Adrian wanted to make sure that this is not a joke. <laughs> this is a for real thing. People would go to insane asylums for masturbation. <laughs> Fucking Mormons. When Fucking a fa- Mormons! <laughs> <laughs> hey, the butthole loophole. <laughs> when a family member was admitted, all contact was broken off. That was best for the patient, according to the Kirkbride method. That is perhaps why some people who died during their stay at the asylum were buried on the premises with only a number on the headstones. 700 women and 959 men. Damn. That's a lot of fucking headstones. That is a lot of dead people. <laughs> and 80% of them just had asthma. <laughs> or, Why or am I here? Or their dick was just hard. They still have a boner in their hand. <laughs> just jerking. They're, they're over there jacking off while getting a lobotomy. Yes. Here's a, here's a, here's a, here's some a, a scenario to propose or a scenario if you're an asshole. Um, if you were stuck in the asylum because you, you masturbated too much and you go to your doctor, you're sitting in your little, you know, one-on-one session and he's like, so how you doing lately, Gary? And he's like, great, doc. i got to show you something. Stands up, takes his trousers off, slam, chops his dick off. Is he cured? No. Is he set free? No, he's even more of an insane asylum. Well, now he doesn't have any reason to be insane because he doesn't have a dick. No, he's Just insane because he cut his dick off. fucking asthma. <laughs> no, I go walk up the stairs and then they start having a fucking attack. Tackle him! I was thinking more like whenever you go to the doctor now, like, hey, how often do you drink? You know, like occasionally, like, okay, what's occasionally? Like once, twice a week? Imagine if one of the questions was how many times you masturbate a week? That is a question. Interesting. That would be a good one. Just that's how you be like twice a day. Be like, <laughs> um, I, I think my record's five in a day. Daily? <laughs> twice since I got here. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I don't know if you noticed. But... I don't even, I've, I've mastered the form of masturbation. I'd need to do it with no hands. Just frog in the pocket. <laughs> frog in the pocket. <laughs> I just think about big breasts and it, it, it's over with. <laughs> well, a total of uh, 1,930 people were buried at the asylum cemeteries. Damn. Some patients were claimed by family members after they died and buried elsewhere. But most family members were ashamed of the fact <laughs> there was mental illness in the family. Fucking asthma. Yeah. Shine, shine on your face. Shame on your family. He masturbates. He's the <laughs> devil. They didn't want anything to do with that person anymore. From 1943, headstones were given names and data. Over 80 Civil War veterans are buried there as well. They were eventually honored in 2000 by the NAMI the National Alliance of Mental Illness. <laughs> they organize an annual mem- memorial for these soldiers. Cemeteries are now under the assistance of the Ohio Department of Mental Health. Another reason that people might be insane in this fucking asylum is there's asbestos in the walls. <laughs> Mesophilioma. They can't fucking breathe. Can't breathe. And you have <laughs> asthma. Almost all buildings have been renovated when the Ohio University moved in. All except for Cottage B one of the seven cottages used for patients with tuberculosis. The walls and ceilings of this particular cottage were literally packed with asbestos. This is ironic, knowing this cottage was used for people whose lungs were already very sick. The other cottages were renovated into campuses for students who studied at the university. This seems too easy. Oh, yeah. Put the coffers in the asbestos room. Yes. Thin them out, man. You already had mental illness. Let's make it worse. 
torture you. This is horrible. Why do so many horrible things happen in Ohio? Something's wrong with that place. Yeah, uh, you know, when you got nothing else to do. Yeah. The Athens Lunatic Asylum hit the news at least twice and not in a good way. The first time was in 1977 when multiple personality rapist Billy Milligan was admitted. <laughs> Fucking Billy. He committed several felonies, including armed robbery, raping three Ohio State University students on campus. Wow, was it that? Who's the guy who just fucking killed people in Ohio? Is that him, Billy Reincarnate? Oh, shit, that's right. Holy fuck. I forgot who that is, yeah. His attorneys claimed his other personalities committed the crimes without him even knowing it. <laughs> it was Gary. It was my- Gary. That's the South Park episode. I can't even remember his what name right now. What is that fucking South Park episode? He was known as the cat. Campus rape rapist. Hmm. And that's his legend. He has a wiki page. That's uh, fucking of course sad. He does. Well, a year later, on December first, nineteen seventy-eight, the Athens Lunatic Asylum was in the papers again. This time, because patient Margaret Schilling had disappeared from her department, they searched everywhere except on the top floor of Building Twenty, where her decomposing corpse was found forty-two days later by a caretaker. Ugh. 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 Like Will's told me sometimes, you know, when he finds it's bodies. It's just a puddle. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> Sorry, I actually almost threw up my P- mouth. Apparently she's, she was in a puddle because she was found naked on her back with her arms crossed over her chest. Hmm. Prior to her death, she took off her clothes and neatly folded them and put them on a chair. What? According to the pathologist, Margaret died of natural causes. She had a cardiac arrest. <laughs> Did she even feel it come? <laughs> I'm having an, I'm, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> Help, I, I, I can't take my clothes off. Yeah. Help, I'm falling. I can't get up. <laughs> and I'm naked. There are a lot of mysteries surrounding her death. When her body was taken away, it left an impression on the concrete floor. I was wondering. I was yeah, going to say something real, about that. For real. That's weird. Weird. Probably due to the decomposition in combination with the bright sun coming through the large windows. Oh. The stain Margaret left behind is impossible to clean, oh. even up to this day. <laughs> Don't replace the concrete or anything. Uh. Just leave it there. How strange. Uh. Don't, don't, don't put some kind of seal coat on it or something. You know? yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, don't epoxy the floor. No, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a tourist trap, you know? She's literally baked into the concrete oh. of this fucking insane asylum. So that would definitely make sense. She's probably haunting this place. No wonder. God. No fucking wonder. Many people claim both the former <laughs> asylum and the cemeteries are haunted. We need to stop talking before we keep reading the notes. <laughs> <laughs> but there are more recent hauntings as well. The fact that part of the area used to be an Indian burial ground is no, even more spooky. No. Just keep adding it on. Layer... This is favorite reason on hauntings. This is, this is just like a wedding cake. Just layers on layers on layers, baby. Or <laughs> baked into the concrete. Veterans, everything. God damn it. Jesus Christ, dude. This is wild. Some buildings are still vacant, so who knows what ghosts lurk there. Well, in the main building, it is also called Lynn Hall. Today, it houses music, geology, biotechnology offices, as well as the Kennedy Museum of Art, if you're ever looking to tour it. Strange figures have been seen roaming around the old floors. Others have heard disembodied voices, footsteps, and screaming. Most appealing to the imagination is the basement. Some claim severely disabled patients were kept on chains in this dungeon-like place. Some say they've even heard chains being pulled. Remember the time at Red Rocks? I was just going to bring that up. Fuck, dude, that one's 
I, that would actually be the worst thing to hear in an asylum. Yes. Get me out at that point. Oh, yes. Anything else? Like, <laughs> I could hear someone getting murdered. That's fine. But chains? I don't know why. Something about the sound of chains. Chains is what takes me from a normal person to an athletic person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was there that night. What, Adrian? Yeah. I said, just think you're going to music class. You're telling your buddies, yeah, I'm just trying to go to music class. And then while you're in music class, you just hear fucking chains going off. <laughs> and you fucking run. You know what's funny is the buddy's probably just yanking your chain. Oh! The dad jokes are back. Hunter understood this one. I got that one! There's no evidence that patients were ever chained to the walls here, but the arches in the basement sure look creepy. Creepy. The ghost of Margaret Schilling has been seen looking out of the window from the place she was found. She's also been seen on other floors. Doors open and close by themselves, and people hear footsteps when they are alone. People also feel the presence of others and shadow people are frequently seen. A man with a long black coat creeps out students in the men's room for years. Hmm. That's just Hunter sitting there. Yeah, yeah it's just me. It's just Gary. <laughs> just trench coat. Just He's a... like, surprise! <laughs> it's just Gary poking the hole where his dick used to be. Look what I have! Nothing. I told huh? you guys you would love Gary, man. <laughs> Fuck Dude, Gary. Gary's the G, man. Gary. I want to name like my dog or cat Gary. So I know it's like like SpongeBob, but something about like naming a dog Gary just cracks me up. Oh yes. The cemeteries have been vandalized during the time the buildings were abandoned. Shadowy figures and strange lights have been seen here. In one area, the shapes of the graves form a perfect circle, which is rumored to be a witch's meeting point. Man, what does this place not have? I'm telling you, at this a, point, this is a 15-layer cake, buddy boy. Yeah, holy shit. Start digging in. <laughs> Actually, don't dig. Yeah, it's an Indian background. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Nearly all the buildings on the West Green are haunted. This is where the Indian burial grounds were located. Wilson Hall is no exception. This is the most haunted dormitory on the campus. This hall is also right in the middle of a pentagram formed by several cemeteries in the Athens region. Most hauntings occur on the... Fort- Do we have to keep saying it? Layering cakes, baby. Lay- I mean... I'm just waiting for, I mean, God, the Illuminati's damn. next? Do we got aliens? What, that's God. all we're missing at this point. Most hauntings occur on the fourth floor. Apparitions have been seen, voices have been heard, and doors slammed shut by themselves. A student committed suicide in a room on the fourth floor. Hmm. The Convocation Center, the combo in short, is also located in the West Green area. This place is haunted by several ghosts, mostly in the dormitory part of the building. A resident assistant was supposedly killed by her boyfriend here, and she now roams the corridors. Allegedly. Allegedly. A student who died here in his sleep now tends to embrace other students while they are sleeping. I know. No, that one's a no. That'd be okay with <laughs> that. That one's a no for me, Doc. You're like, oh, you want to come for me to sleep? Thanks, dude. <laughs> Could you imagine if you're in there alone and suddenly just start getting spooned? And he's like, yes. yeah, sleep. Yes. Sleep. sleep, bitch. Yeah, you get that sleep. <laughs> Gary. 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 You're, <laughs> go ahead, you're trying to stay up and play games at night, and he's like, you should go to bed. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Go to sleep. Like, Fuck you. You're not my parent. Go to sleep. It's like it's like the energy vampire from what we do in the shadows. Yes. <laughs> and Colin Robinson. He's go to sleep. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Washington Hall, which is in the East Green area, and the dormitory is allegedly haunted by an entire basketball team of high school girls. I'll sign me the fuck up for that. Uh, if it was volleyball, I'd be like, yes. Oh, you're right. You're yes. right. Basketball. 
They're not so good. No, they're not so good. No offense. It's high school girls too. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, they're dead. Anyways. They're ghosts. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. There's. Hey, hey, are you being you being ageist? You yeah. ages ageism? Yeah. Because it's just a number, Adrian. Yeah, and ghosts ghosts don't adhere to those rules. Yes, Adrian. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> they were killed in a bus accident after they visited the university. Students have reported hearing. Uh, running feet and bouncing basketballs. Well, no shit. How would they be haunting the school if they died in a bus accident? This one, I'm wiping this one. Washington Hall, you're a fucking joke. All right, well, today, the Athens Lunatic Asylum, or the Ridges, as what it is now called, is an operating campus, and one you can go visit if you're looking to get some education and some spooks on. Crazy. Uh, Actually, there is no ghost tours uh, that you could go to the... This place. I believe they that. They don't allow it. I believe that, but you could still go visit, in air quotes, yeah. and just kind of see yeah. what's happening. I'm not 30 years old. It, I'm here not, to tour. sign up for tuition, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you just drop out like two days later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the tour. Thanks for the tour. Yes. It'll be like, <laughs> the, it'll be like the fucking Hotel Colorado. Like, you have tours here now? No. Oh, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Tours. 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 Lying sack of tours. shit. <laughs> I miss that place still. We need to go back. We do. We do. And we also need to get Adrian to the Lumber Baron because that was just too good. We need to, we should just go find another place to get him. Are you down? I'm down. I think it's time. Should we reach out to the. We need to reach out. Yes. All right. I'm going to email him right now and see what the Denver Ghost Hunter's doing. Email them about the Lumber Baron Inn. That would be perfect because it's only a block away from me. I know. I hope you guys like the asylums. Oh, I love this. We're, we're, we're doing we're doing get into even creepier ones next week. There is one that is in Indiana that I am told that we have to go visit. Indiana oh, would have some weird stuff. Ace will do it. the research for next week. Make sure he puts that one on, and uh, would make sure we talk about it. Okay. Well, if you guys enjoyed the asylums, maybe you guys have went and done some ghost tours. Maybe maybe one of your family members. We're in one of these asylums. Make sure you reach out to us at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Or maybe you just want to come support us. Come look at all of our great stuff. And that would be found on our Instagram at stuckinthispurgatory. On that page, you can find our link tree. Make sure you click on that. Give everything a like. Make sure you support us so we can keep doing what we love. Always remember, it's always stuck in this purgatory. (laughs) And... For you other freaks out there who are like me, just make sure you lock the door when you masturbate. <laughs> Don't go publicly masturbating. Don't let everybody know how much you masturbate a day. Because you might just end up in an asylum <laughs> that's Whoa. on an Indian barrel ground that's owned by the fucking Nazis. That's also on top of the, the Canock Chase warp gate that has the fucking werewolves. I'm going to go on for days, so let's just end this. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you know, lock that door like Chase said, or you might get stuck in this purgatory. Don't forget about that Chromecast. Don't don't hit that Chromecast either. <laughs> yeah, don't send it downstairs for the kids to see. <laughs> That's how you get a divorce. Then your wife's really going to put you in purgatory.